The following presentation is from North Pine Baptist Church. We trust that it will help you learn more about God and His message for the world. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.
Can you can you wait to become that person? I mean, what that? Can you have really knowledge and awareness of the past of Christ? You know, I think that's dangerous. Some people think it all has been a Maybe we can go and mention things like maybe his good teaching or his fine example. Or they might even even think of the baby born at Christmas. Some might even mention the golden rule or love your neighbor as yourself. And I don't think the death and resurrection of Jesus really gets a look at it. And if it does, it's just a picture of the kind of knowledge of humanity, too. But the resurrection seems to be mocked and ignored. But for the Christian, this is the piece that really matters. It's the death and resurrection of Jesus that is at the heart of the gospel. And it's upon this that everything else depends. Without the death and resurrection of Jesus, the one is both Lord and Christ, according to verse 36 of our passage, there is no forgiveness of sins. There is no restoration of the relationship between God and humanity. There is no hope beyond the grave. There is no ground for believing that all those who submit their belief to the Christ will also experience their own resurrection. And so forever. And so that without the resurrection, the death of Jesus on the cross would have had no more significance than the death of any other bounty creature. Without the bodily resurrection of Jesus, the message of Easter, Jesus is past and present. Paul makes this abundantly clear in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 from verse 17 when he says, As if Christ had not been raised, your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. When those also who have fallen asleep, that's those who died at that point in time, in the past have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. Resurrection is of ultimate significance. As uh, Randy Osborne put it, the physical resurrection of Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of redemption, both for mankind and for the earth. Indeed, without Christ's resurrection and what it means, an eternal future for fully restored human beings dwelling on a fully restored earth, there is no Christianity. No resurrection, no Christianity. We would not be here today. But this is the message of Easter. This is the good news that Christians have proclaimed and celebrated for the last 2,000 odd years. This is what we remember today, Easter Sunday, 2022. And this is the message that Christians will continue to proclaim until Jesus returns. And it's this message. Proclamation of the death and resurrection of Jesus, that is the principal subject of each of the sermons recorded in the book of Acts. Beginning here in chapter 2, as Peter, filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit, addresses a large crowd. He speaks all sorts of parts of the world, many of the parts of the known world, who gathered in Jerusalem for Pentecost in the hour that used to be called the Feast of Weeks, and gave the death of sacrifice. So there they were, and all this is Jews. Sincere as I would see the grace. And as we will read 
this sermon and the others in the book of Acts, there's really no teaching of the incarnation. They took tickets. You know, it's a big deal, I think, in Canada, but they don't take tickets. The incarnation simply appeared. There's very little reference to that point in the things like the miracles of Jesus. Those sorts of things, and even his teaching is only alluded to in passing. Why? Because for this teaching is not the main thing. The main thing in all of these sermons, as recorded in the book of Acts, is invariably the death and resurrection of Jesus. Without that, none of the rest has any impact or not significant. Jesus is saved all of your life because the whole miracle has been made. And really, it didn't matter who the audience was. When the audience comprised maybe three, then the reality of the resurrection was declared as truth that this Jesus, the blood of Jesus, that this Jesus was the Messiah, the Christ, and the Lord, as said in verse 36. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus. And then the audience is Gentiles, the same message is conveyed using language and concepts that make sense to that audience. As they return to dress their lives in Athens in Acts 17. In that context, Jesus used their religious beliefs and their cultural understandings as a entry point and the depiction of the resurrection of Jesus in verse 30 of chapter 17. The times of Israel shall overlook. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed the day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he appointed. And as this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Now, with this background in mind, what I want to do this morning is concentrate on a teaching on just one verse. Too many verses in Acts chapter 2, the book of Exodus, but one verse. This is one. Verse 24. God raised him up, loosing the pains of death, because it was not possible for him to be carried away. And again, I want to just get to the first little bit of that. God raised him up, loosing the pains of death. So the implications might be about others when we read these words. Firstly, the reality of Jesus' resurrection has to do with us, what impact does it have for us? Because death could not hold Jesus. God raised him up for all, what does not, for all that his death was to accomplish, has been accomplished. It is to be done. Why is it we die and continue to be dead? Because it's just death. Why is Jesus raised? Because the one in whom is life. You know, in verse chapter 17, verse 6, he says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And 
Jag kan se det och jag ser det i den här tiden. Jag kan se 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 det i den här tiden. Det finns det inte för att vara på förhållande tillfället i människan. Att det är en dagens vattentid i samtidigt har det redan varit ett av vattentiden. Det är inte det som vi kan säga. Vi får det till vattentid om att det är en vattentid i samtidigt. Vi får det till 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 Every ripple, every gray hair, every lost hair, every decrepitude, and this is the type of thing. If it was a person to be yesterday, if it was a decrepit, young, hard, and no one, and if it was a robot and reptile, would it be the type of thing? It's not a problem.
think it's probably what they want to have
and God might be growing hearts with God. And this is very hard to understand. Yet this is the certain hope of the Christian. This is the hope that we can cling to no matter our circumstances, no matter the state of our heart, no matter the decrepitude of our body or the brokenness of our mind, whether we live in a Thank <laughs> you. 
actively come forth. Why did God say, well, I'll be a part? Be my hands and my feet ready to Spirit doesn't have to convey the things that are ahead. And then you speak with his children's hands and his feet. And while they still keep the ways that you are in your mind and your thoughts, I think it's a few of them around you. Just like this one, it's a few. You can see this one. Interaction with his disciples. He's asking at least two 
black lives will be black lives when we are resurrected. I don't even think about that. If you can imagine for yourself, I can just really die for some time. I will be in the presence of the living world. And I think you guys think about this resurrection thing. And how I feel when you're resurrected. I think most of us think, how could you feel like this? It's kind of insane. God will not trust his original creation. Rather, he will redeem it. I like the idea of James Erickson, part of the Christian Bible school. She might be a rare person. Young woman, I think it's around 17. She died in Philadelphia. Body of water, I'd say, because that's when there's a couple of questions she might pull down. And so she writes this. Somewhere in my broken, paralyzed body is the seed of what I shall become. The paralysis makes what I am. And to become all the more blind to the mutation of consciousness and consciousness when we resurrect ourselves. I'm convinced that if there are mirrors in heaven someday, the image of a tree will be unmistakably seen as a much better writer than it is. I think I'm going through it, but I'm basically six feet high. And I'm looking at the international church of Jesus, but we're going to recognize the reality. And whatever that means, it will be glorified. It will be an embodied and material existence. A human nation. Where we are for the wind, that is in the church. Inside your body, even if it is failing, is the blueprint of your resurrection body. You may not be satisfied with your current body or mind, but to be thrilled with your resurrection today. Your friends will be better able to serve and glorify God and enjoy the previous wonders He has prepared for you. And the previous of experiences. In seven verses, this is what I'm Transformation by the Lord. God's creation will be renewed. Satan will be forever defeated. The curse of sin and the speech of death will be cast off for all eternity. We will walk in uh, walk to the incorruptible earth and incorruptible body. So we will honor incorruptible earth and incorruptible body. This is the final hope of the Christian. Confirm the first and first Corinthians 6 verse and verse 59. Behold, I tell you a mystery. It's not an old form of faith, but it's not as it's coming. But if Jesus comes before we die, the hope remains promised. We will be saved in a moment. The creature will arise at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, what's imperishable becomes changed. For this perishable body must put on this imperishable, this mortal body put on immortality. This is our hope. This is what we look forward to. This is what we can rest in, no matter how things work out for us in life while we live on this earth. Whether we're in a war zone in Ukraine, whether we're starving to death in some part of the world, whether we're under persecution in this elder in Northern Ireland, whatever it might be, this is our great hope. We will be resurrected. We will live with our Lord in the imperishable body of our time, will continue forever. Be less meaningful because we will be immortal and imperishable. And such a message is the message we need to share today. Such a message demands a response, and that's true 
the people of Israel were cut to the heart and they just cried out, What shall we do? They couldn't do that bad. Please imagine the conditions that day. Acts chapter 17, where he uh, received from God to meet him, the resurrection, some mocked, some rejected, some wanted to know more, but some were ready. Some were ready. And this reminds our message. Jesus died for our sins and died that he might defeat death. So this is a message we continue to proclaim. We need to tell others that Jesus died and rose again. The great hope of humanity is hope. Father, we thank you for the fact about Jesus' resurrection. Father, we thank you for the great hope that we have for us. That we too in the way that our lowly bodies which can afford this is a body like Jesus and his glorious body. But we don't fully understand what all that means except for the peace that you give us in your word. Father, help us to be uh, opportunities and to be faithful, to be in order and share the share responsibilities with other people that they too might come to know the living Jesus. And we simply pray in his name. Thanks for joining us for this presentation from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.